want to do more than follow orders, think outside of the box, and manifest your dreams, then you've come to the right show. Welcome to the award-winning podcast, Holding Down the Fort by U.S. Vet Wealth. I'm your host, Jen Amos, a gold star daughter, veteran spouse, and entrepreneur. For season seven, I am ecstatic to be in partnership with the Rosie Network to highlight motivational stories of personal growth, financial awareness, and autonomy in our military community. Now, let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back. And OMG, I cannot believe that we are nearing the end of season seven for holding down the fort. Uh, I think we only have, if I know it right, I think we have, this is like the fourth to last episode. So the third to last will be one more interview from someone at the Rosie Network, which you'll be hearing next week. And then the following Thursday will be part two of this recording that I'm doing right now. And then the following one will be the season finale, if I got that right. So wow, what a season it's been. I have so much to say about it. I've already said a lot about it in our free portal, holdingdownthefortpodcast.com forward slash portal. And that being said, let me go ahead and dive into today's conversation. This is a really fun one. It's a two-part interview. As every Thursday is, I always have an opportunity to introduce someone from U.S. Vet Wealth. And in this case, it is UX designer, expert, and project manager, Adrian Suzuki Cruz. I also have something to reveal in the post commentary, but you'll probably figure this out very quickly as soon as you start listening to this recording. So let me go ahead and tell you a little bit about Adrian Suzuki Cruz. He's going to talk to us about how he got interested in UX design as a creative outlet and a way to gain more control over his time, which is very much in theme with what we do here at Holding on the Fort, which is all about, you know, thinking outside the box, doing more than following orders and manifesting your dreams. In this conversation, we talk about how Adrian has helped us here at US Vet Wealth with the clarity and usability of our online portal, Military Retirement Blueprint, in which is part of your membership at our free podcast portal, which is available at holdingonthefortpodcast.com forward slash portal. It's all included. It's a two for one deal when you join our portal through Holding on the Fort. And Adrian explains the effectiveness of user testing with the portal members and how it has improved establishing a single starting point for new members. I want to read a quote that was said to him in this conversation. It goes, you as the business owner, are not the end user of your product. And this is really speaking to, you know, entrepreneurs and creators who just because they create a product, they assume that the end user or the client will like the product the way that you like it. And this discussion is all about, you know, improving your business through fresh eyes, essentially allowing a third party to take a look at your business and your processes and how users really take a look at what you are offering. So Adrian, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm proud to say, I'm proud to say that this is one of those episodes where my audio quality is on point. May I brag? So with that said, enjoy this conversation and also feel free to stick around after the outro for some post commentary. See you then. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I am so excited because as we wrap up the season, I have the fortune of 
in my opinion, saving the best for last, which is bringing on my best friend of 20 years. And also he's been working with us at US Bet Wealth. And as you know, every Thursdays by now, if you've been following the show from the beginning of season seven, I often take advantage of Thursdays as a day to feature either our clients or people who work with us. And so without further ado, I am so excited to introduce my best friend, Adrian Suzuki Cruz with Suzuki Startups. Adrian, welcome to Holding Down the Forts by US Bet Wealth. Hi, Jen. Thanks for having me. I'm really appreciative. Yeah. So let's go ahead and open up with an icebreaker question, because even though we talk to each other all the time, we don't talk to each other in this kind of fashion. So (laughs) the icebreaker of the day is what do you tend to splurge the most on? Like when you want to spend, like what do you spend on? And I'll go first. As you think about it, I'll, I'll, I'll think about mine. Lately, because it's the holiday season, it's it's fall weather, I've been splurging on just sales for clothes. Like I've been wanting more like long sleeves that aren't like, you know, Scott's flannels from when he was like overweight. <laughs> and so now he has like, I ended up taking all of his flannels and wearing those. But now I'm like, okay, I should probably should like get long sleeves for myself. So I, I've been taking advantage of sales online during the holiday season to splurge on like long sleeves. So So anyway, that's what I've been splurging on lately. But what about you? Well, for myself, I (laughs) that's a good question because I splurged on a lot of different things. Um, (laughs) Okay, top three. (laughs) Top three. Okay, (laughs) that's a good one. I love uh, splurged on a lot of food and (laughs) drinks. (laughs) I don't know if I should be saying that here. And actually, it's the holiday season. Yes. (laughs) And actually, when I'm bored, sometimes bored and also trying to develop myself, I do like to splurge on training material, anything that helps level up my skills, like Skillshare or some kind of app that I can, oh, I'm going to learn some some new skill on this thing. So I tend to splurge on those type of things just to feel like I'm leveling up. So (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So it's like, even though you like eat a lot, drink a lot, at least you also splurge on educating yourself so you can like kind of justify (laughs) justifying there you go yeah it comes with the package the audacity yes Yes. you guys don't know what we're talking about but (laughs) actually i'll just i'll just share it now as we start to you know as we're wrapping up this season but if you've been following from the beginning you'll know that my audio quality has been different than this season versus past seasons and so right now I'm actively recording on three different programs right now <laughs> just to make sure that I get the best like audio and video quality because yes. I, I want to end the season strong. And so thank you, Adrian, for, you know, just giving me a couple of minutes before we got started to turn on everything and then do a couple of claps <laughs> so that we can like hopefully get the best, you know, for for this recording. Yes, of course. Anytime. Yeah. Well, I am just excited to now get into your story. I'm not just bringing you on because you're my best friend. Although, oh, you know, I thought that, I, that's what a, this interview was all about. But <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, let's just talk about our friendship. This has nothing to do oh, with that's, that's mili- awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this has nothing to do with the military community. It has nothing to do with what season seven of Holding on the Fort has been this yeah. entire season. It's actually really cool because, you know, a little background on us. We've known each other since high school. Uh-huh. And it's just been crazy to see how uh, our lives have turned out so differently. And yet we we still share so much in common. I think the key thing between us is personal development. It's always been a big thing for us. And the interesting thing is while you ended up going into corporate America, I ended up pursuing entrepreneurship. And so it's very like, I'm curious if you have anything to say about that. Like, you know, just the different the different lifestyles we chose. Well, we all 
just like going to school or going to college and everything, you know, we choose different paths, even though we went to the same college. And with, a lot of times we don't know what we're going to do, honestly, after, because we've just been like, oh, we just think that our lives are just going to be very like simple. The fact that, you know, I'm starting to see how my life is now kind of like I'm starting to know what I want, you know, mm -hmm. and, I'm, and it's always nice to hear your story where you went full entrepreneurship and it was always something in the back of my mind. So it was really cool that we can continue to talk and learn from each other. And so that's, that's that. Yeah. 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 And so and I, th I think, you know, I think it's like so like I think it's been really cool how we've been able to continuously like update each other about our lives, you know, to the point where you've like opened up your mind to entertaining the idea of like a career change. And so you decided. So tell us about that journey. You know, where did you start from? Like, what is like, I guess, the young adult years of being a professional look like to that moment where you're like, OK, I, I need to think outside the box. So I got to I got to use some buzzwords for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> our show here. When did you start thinking outside the box? Like, you know, and thinking outside of like what you were doing. Or first, what were you doing? And then how did you think outside about it? Okay, okay go ahead. <laughs> yeah, sure. So my background is in sales. Well, I studied international business in college and I wanted to do something with language and international and business. So why not try sales, you know, mm -hmm. and everyone needs to have sales ability to, you know, have great communication skills when you're talking with people and just everything in life. And so I'm still in sales right now. I've been doing it for over... 10 years now. So mm -hmm. I'm mostly in the outside sales. So I travel a lot for work and starting to feel like, okay, I've been, you know, I'm starting to see my life unravel. And I was like, well, in the back of my mind, I was like, can I do something else? Can I create a side hustle? Can I do something that I can have a little bit more control over my time? So that's where I started to venture out into a creative field, which is uh, right now, Jen knows this, but I'm, I'm, uh, I stepped into learning another skill called the UX design. And people are mm -hmm. like, what is UX design? So it's just user experience design. It's, it's just learning how, uh, just being curious about how other people think and empathize with how, you know, like think of your favorite app and you're mm -hmm. always been wondering like, who made this, you know, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. this is like bad, you know? So that the UX designer would do something with that in order to enhance the experience overall. Mm -hmm. And so for me, trying to find my passions, because over the years, I've done a lot of different things. Not, so there's my sales, but then I was doing a little bit of Zumba. <laughs> I did. I try to do some like language teaching, you know, because mm -hmm. I love Japanese culture. So I was I wanted to teach Japanese to a lot of people. But you know, in life, we go up and down and into our passions. And it's just all about like, what do you really want? So it was still in a way, I was still trying to find who I was, you know, <laughs> and I don't think that's very easy to know right away. Just like I mentioned in the beginning with college, it's like, oh, I'm done. Where do I go next? You know, I guess I'll just do this. You know, it's really hard to create something for yourself if you don't know where you're going at first. So mm -hmm. as we all get older, I started to realize, hey, I feel like I'm starting to know what I really want in life. So uh, that's why I chose this creative field to venture out to while still doing what I know now and maybe either merge the two or create something different or, you know, build my own business or side hustle on the side, just like. Jen, you know, so I'm 
going to entrepreneurship too. So I'm not that far <laughs> behind you. I'm almost there. So <laughs> all right, catch up, <laughs> hurry up. <laughs> I'm no, I'm literally kidding. right behind you though. You're know, just kidding. <laughs> well, you're all the way in the West Coast, yeah. so you got a long way to make your way over here to the East Coast. <laughs> I still fly, you know. So oh, that's true. That's you. true. <laughs> yeah, you could probably be here in a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you really wanted to. Very true. Very true. I think that's awesome. And you know, one thing I've always known about you is like your desire to learn, and I, I think that's really why we've stayed friends for so long. Is we've always valued like improving ourselves or learning something new, and you know, just knowing where you were at in your like sales career and knowing that you wanted to learn something new was really exciting for me to hear because it felt like you had a a new lease on life so to speak like you realize like oh you don't have to have like necessarily a midlife crisis yeah you know we're still like fairly young millennials yeah. you know? I mean we're like older millennials now but like I don't think it justifies us having like a midlife crisis but you know just to see your excitement and like yeah. like your understanding of what UX design could be and like yeah. the kind of people you could be working with it was just really exciting for me to hear because it just made me think about in a sense what I've already been doing for the last 13 years is like like to me entrepreneurship is a collaboration you know it's a collaboration with the people you work with it's the clients you work with yeah. you know and and also the data, you know, the data and like the bottom line. It's like, yeah. it's like, how do we know if everything's working is if our bills get paid? <laughs> you yeah, know, exactly. And so it was just really cool to hear that you wanted to dive into that industry. I know I'm kind of talking about like what I think the things attracted you to it. But what would you say specifically, if you can kind of go back to over a year ago, like well over a year ago when you started your program, you know, what attracted you the most to UX design? Yeah, for me, uh, UX design being a, a creative field, think of like, so I am not a graphic designer. I, I don't mm-hmm. have the visual aspect of what it has for this field, but it doesn't limit you to this field, like a degree, like like being a lawyer or mm. being an accountant. You have to have very specific hard skills on, you know, financial statements, you know. <laughs> so yeah, that's different because with UX design, it is that creative outlet that I've always been kind of looking for. And I wanted something that can still build on top of what I'm already doing, which is sales. Mm-hmm. And I learned that UX design has that bridge to work with stakeholders, meaning people or just clients and understanding their needs and figuring out how I can match what I need, like whether it's to update their website or it's to update their app or to update just their overall, you know, it's a little bit of marketing too, but it is a very unique field that has multiple different creative outlets. And I keep using that word creative because when you're doing something like day to day, almost like like with sales, you have to make calls and set up meetings and it gets easy. You know, you, you start to figure out the rhythm and how to do it, but it's also kind of starts to become very mundane versus mm-hmm. something like a UX design. It was just like, ooh, there's, you know, something I can create out of it. And that creative skill, last thing I would touch upon is it did match to what I was saying earlier, where I want to be able to use my sales communication skills. So you're communicating constantly with mm. people like, oh, why did you do it this way? Or like, how come you're not getting the outcome that you're looking for? And so I can, you know, talk. There's a lot of research involved. There's a lot of designing involved. There's a lot of back and forth. And I love that. I just love, mm-hmm. you know, being well, personality-wise, I'm an extrovert, so I really love people and I get energized by that. That's why I jumped into sales. And I saw that there was some correlation with UX design to have the creativity, freedom, as well as the the, the communication sales 
bridge together. So yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like a completely like far fetched field. Like it wasn't like you were jumping from sales to like like knitting and crocheting, you know, like it it actually like uh, aligned in its own way. Like it was almost like like you said, it was it really adds upon, if not compliments or supplements or however we want to use whatever we we want to use like to what you're already doing. Yeah. And not only that, that, I just to add one more thing on that is like even till now, I am using my UX design skills within my sales day to day. So it's actually spiced up like my day to day work because I do now market research of helping the marketing team. I'm actually increasing my sales surprisingly because I'm able to reinvigorate myself in that aspect but still want to create something on the side and not feel like there are two separate parts. It's a kind of integrated. Yeah. So I do like that. I, you know, learning, just learning any new skill. That's uh, like what Jen was saying too, is like, if you know, you always want to be learning, you know, it because the minute you stop, it's then you're just kind of like, that's when we have these midlife crises. Like, what am <laughs> I doing with my life? I'm, I'm 38. You know, I'm not 38, but I'm, you know, <laughs> I, I don't For know what to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and that's why we get to those points because it, it you start to feel like, you know, your life could have gone in a di- totally different direction. So why, instead of feeling those motions, why don't you just take it all back in your control and do something with it? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. There's a phrase I've heard before that goes something like, if you're not growing, you're dying, you know? Oh. So like just that having that continual curiosity for life and being like a lifelong student. Yes. I hope that you and I still have conversations like this, like decades from now, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, I think that would be a testament to our, our friendship and also our, like our lust and love for life and like learning and growing. Well, we've already and- been doing this for 20 years. So I think <laughs> we have the habit down of uh, yeah. <laughs> learning. <I> think- <laughs> I think we'll be friends for probably twice as long, you know, at the very minimum, right? Yeah, Yeah. love it, love it. Well, yay us, yay us. Well, speaking of which, uh, speaking of yay us, part of the program you were part of required you you to build your portfolio so that you could actually, you know, seek out employment or, you know, potential clients for Suzuki startups. So tell us about your first client and or your first portfolio that, or not your first portfolio, but tell us how um, in building your portfolio, you stumbled across us. <laughs> you was that well. <laughs> well, how that started, I'm kidding. Well, Jen, Jen keeps referring to the business I'm trying to start up, which my last name being Suzuki. I wanted to do something with startups or anything that's already in motion, like businesses that are in motion. And that's why I've, I'm on this journey to build my own entrepreneurship business called Suzuki Startups. But with that, in any type of creative field, you kind of have to show a portfolio of what you've done. Whether mm-hmm. if you're a hairstylist, you have to show a portfolio of all the hair, you know, people's hair you've cut or colored. If you're a graphic designer, you have to show all the different designs that you've made. So uh, you have to constantly show your, not show your worth, but show like what you can do because it is a little bit also on the skill based. And being UX design, yes, there's the research. Yes, there's the the business, but you also need to be able to have you worked and collaborated with others. Where's your proof of, you know, kind of like social proof. Like what what did you do? Yeah. You know, do you have any testimonies on on what you've created? How do we know that your work is actually good, you know? And so I, I asked my best friend, Jen, like, <laughs> hey, you know, you know, I know you guys have your business and I need a 
portfolio to try to work on? Can I help you guys out in, in any way possible? And then an opportunity came up and I'm going to now ask. <laughs> yes, yes. I have to like admit that as you were pursuing your new career or, you know, kind of like building toward it, I was like, I was like, oh, how cool would it be if like my best friend worked with me, <laughs> you know? And the thing is like with, with US Vet Wealth, you know, it's primarily Scott and I running it. As you know, we do have a team and, you know, shout out to all of them, uh, you know, Trevor, Sandy, Mike Seabolt and who else is there? Uh, shout out to Matt and Bobby and, you know, and then all the people who came before. Yeah, we have some incredible people we work with. And one thing I've come to find in with all of our strengths, one thing that we definitely needed help with is clarity, clarity with our messaging, clarity with our systems. And so the way that I kind of describe militaryretirementblueprint.com, which is our online portal for any of our clients or prospects of US Vet Wealth to like dive in more and like continue to self-educate. It's also available to our podcast listeners here at holdingonthefortpodcast.com forward slash portal. Shameless plug. Holdingonthefortpodcast.com forward slash portal, which you can get access to. Uh, not only if you actually go that route. Yeah. If you go... <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if we put like an uh, wherever yeah. you're pointing at. Um, Thumbnail here, yeah. here, and here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. The cool thing about if you do go, if you do go the podcasting route again, hold down the for podcast.com forward slash portal. Not only will you get all the goodies that US Vet Wealth offers, all the educational resources for uh, financial related stuff, especially for alternative solutions in the private market. You also get bonus content for holding down the fort exclusively. So like bonus episodes that are not released on here on this show. And we're going to be releasing more stuff in the uh, off season. But either way, either way, you know, the way that I describe our online portal is like, a house that we moved into and a bunch of boxes are still unpacked, you know, like everything's like kind of, we moved in, but we didn't like organize. And, and I think, uh, you know, bringing you in with like a fresh perspective, a new perspective really made the difference, you know? So tell us about like what that was like for you to kind of walk into our house and figuratively speaking, like see, see all the, all the mess. It was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good word. That's a good word. Thank you. (laughs) But I'm glad that I was welcomed in to see, you know, in the analogy of the home, it's really hard to have someone come in and kind of, you know, help you see what's all lying around and, and help try just even try to help organize and bring some perspective. And but yeah, I'll just I guess I'll touch up on it. Like when I wanted to the first thing that I wanted to tackle with this membership portal is uh, that clarity that Janet has uh, has brought up because there, <laughs> there <laughs> again you it, say was, it. <laughs> uh, it was it was like yeah it's like the, it was kind of messy you know in in the yeah. beginning but I can't just you know say that you know I could but then it wouldn't really do anything you know and that's it wouldn't of, solve anything yeah, yeah it wouldn't solve anything it would just be, people would just say well what are you talking about. I worked really hard on this and you don't, you know, yeah. to, to prevent, you know, any amosity or, you know, like challenges that you might get. It's one thing to tell someone to do like, oh, yeah, your house is messy, for instance. But it's another thing to actually want to change that, you know, or mm-hmm. even accept that. And one of the first things we learned, especially doing UX design is, you know, how do you create this user experience to make it more friendly and fun and easy and makes sense? And it's all about doing early, you know, what we learned is to do research, but not just any kind of mm. research. It's research of who's already in it, 
like your 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 user in this case, and how can we enhance it based off of those feelings? For instance, you look again your favorite app or or your favorite food place. There's gonna be reviews. There's gonna be mm-hmm. why they like it, why they don't like it. And as a business owner of any case, you want to like listen to those opinions at some time, not all the time. You have mm-hmm. to you have to sort through it so that you can enhance your business so that your customers, the people that are supporting you, will continue to support you. Hey, this is your host, Jen Amos. Thanks again for listening to today's episode of Holding Down the Fort by U.S. Vet Wealth. Visit holdingdownthefortpodcast.com to access the full show notes of this episode, including resources mentioned and bonus content. Once again, that's holdingdownthefortpodcast.com. Lastly, stay after this outro music for something a little extra. Thanks again and chat soon. Bye for now. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me in the post commentary. So I was going to say, but I'm pretty sure I already said this in the recording, that I was so fortunate to interview my best friend of 20 years. We already said it in the recording, but it was just really, it's really such a pleasure to have followed each other's journey while he pursued corporate America and I pursued entrepreneurship. And here we are, our worlds are colliding and he's ready to build his side hustle, Suzuki Startups, which he'll talk about in part two of his interview next Thursday. But it was so much fun fun. And I just hope that, you know, anyone that hears the story is inspired to build that side hustle. Also, he didn't mention this. I thought I should say this, but Adrian actually grew up in a military family. So we didn't talk about that a lot here because he doesn't lead with that as some people don't. And that's completely okay. But he did grow up in a military household. And that was also part of the reason why I wanted to bring him on the show, not just because he works with us at US Vet Wealth. So anyway, thank you all so much for joining me in the outro. I want to remind you all that at this point, we have a ton of bonus content in our portal. And part of that is a free podcast portal podcast. So this is an opportunity for you if you like our portal already, but you want to digest our content on the go in an easy fashion. All you have to do is join us on holding on the forward podcast podcast.com forward slash portal. And from there, you will learn how to subscribe to our bonus podcast, which is a little more candid, I'd say that's why it's in the portal. Because if you really want it, you gotta you gotta go in there and find it. Because it is quite candid. It definitely doesn't have the level of production that the show has had this entire season. Sometimes I recorded in my living room at three o'clock in the morning on my phone. Sometimes I recorded here in this setup and other times I got creative. (laughs) So I hope that you'll enjoy that. A lot of valuable material in there talking about my journey as an entrepreneur to, you know, providing free consultation to people who ask for it, to productivity hacks, et cetera, et cetera. Once again, you can join the portal now at holdingonthefordpodcast.com forward slash portal. Thanks so much. And I'll chat with you next week. Bye for now.